Welcome to Hey Joe, a podcast answering questions asked by our listeners. Created by pet professionals for pet professionals. And now, your host, Hey Joe's very own, Joe Zuccarello. What's up, everyone? Joe Zuccarello here, and welcome to Hey Joe, a podcast brought to you by Paragon School of Pet Grooming. Check out our site at paragonpetschool.com for lots of really cool information on a variety of programs, products, and to connect to educational resources such as webinars, podcasts, current events, special news, certifications, and lots of other helpful information to help you grow yourself, your team, and of course your business. Let's get started with this week's episode. Hey everyone, this is Joe Zuccarello again, your host for the Hey Joe podcast. And um, as you are uh, very accustomed to, um, I bring subject matter experts in uh, for you, for our listener audience out there to hear uh, from them and hopefully be able to give you tidbits and tricks and uh, or just some just some resources that you can pull from uh, as you go through life uh, out there in the professional pet care services uh, industry. And today I am joined by uh, uh, Connie Bailey. Um, I have known Connie for oh goodness, uh, 10 years or better. And uh, Connie has uh, uh, just a wealth of experience. I'll have her kind of fill you in on who she is and her experience. But we're going today to, to, uh, to talk about preparing for education and, and, and learning. Just how do we uh, not only prepare ourselves, but prepare our business and prepare the people that we might lead uh, to embrace a, a culture of learning. Connie, thank you so much for hopping on the podcast with us today. Thanks, Joe. Um, it's great to be here. So, Connie, I uh, set us up a little bit, but would you mind telling the Hey Joe listener audience a little bit more about you and your experience? Sure. Um, I have been in the uh, grooming industry for over 35 years. And, you know, being in that long, of course, I've learned so much myself from when I started to where I'm at today. And I want to talk about that a little bit going forward. But, you know, I've, I've worked in um, my own grooming salon. I've owned my own business. I've worked in the large corporation uh, in the grooming piece of it, also in the smaller corporate grooming salons as well. And, you know, I've done a lot of writing. Uh, I've worked for uh, a lot of uh, small salons and vet clinics. So I, I've seen a lot of how people work from state to state, from salon to salon, and there's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of differences going on out there. And so, um, yeah, I'm interested in talking about what I've seen throughout the years. Well, and, and your experience is, uh, especially in the education side, uh, specifically to the pet industry, uh, is, is going to be some really, really great information that, um, uh, you know, again, you've been in the industry for 35 years, you've put all of that together. And one of the great parts about the Hey Joe uh, podcast is that we kind of encapsulate that. So we bring our audience, whether these are professionals out there that have been at it for a similar or even longer period that, that you have, but certainly, and maybe even more so, most are newer or still learning a lot about ways that they can 
uh, better serve uh, the pets and the pet parents as well. So um, we're talking about preparing for education and, you know, it's a mindset, but even bigger than that, I think it's a commitment. And when we're talking about committing to anything, there's got to be a lot of preparation that you do. It's like, I'm going to commit to baking a cake. Well, there's things I need to do to prepare for that. I need all of the ingredients, right? And I might even need somebody to tell me how to do it. Or, or, or uh, maybe, I, maybe I needed to experience what a cake was all about before I even started trying to do it myself so that I knew what correct looked like. You know, I have, a, I have a Joeism, a saying, what does it look like when it's done correctly? And I think so much of that is in the preparation. So once you commit, so there's, we're going to talk about three major topics about uh, commitment and preparing uh, for education. We're going to talk about preparing as a leader. Why is that role so important? Why is that activity so important? And we're going to talk about how education and skills enhancement, uh, 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 how do they position a business and a person for future opportunities? So what doors does it open, right? So that's a big, uh, a big thing to talk about. What is the opportunities that come from learning? And then uh, why is it so important to never stop learning? So let's jump right in and let's first talk about what I think is a, a big uh, uh, and most important part in a preparation of, of, of learning, and that is preparing as a leader. And Connie, you, uh, uh, in our show prep, we started to kind of talk about some of the cautions that you might have as uh, uh, for the leaders out there in the Hey Joe listener audience uh, to start preparing. And one of them is know your source. Yes. So <clears throat> great point. I've, uh, like I, you said, I've been doing this quite a while and I've been in the, the teaching and the learning end of it both. And what I have seen is that groomers who are passionate will seek out education, continuing education. And I think that's great. But I think especially as a leader in a salon, there are people who are continuing to learn or even starting from scratch as a bather. Um, they need to find out who they're learning from. You know, what are the, what are the programs they are using? Uh, and, you know, we want to understand what and how the students are learning because if they're learning incorrectly, you know, that's hard to change down the road. So you want to make sure that you have learned from the best. So research before any training is absolutely necessary to, to get the best that's out there. Well, and, and, and to your point, there's a lot of, there are a lot of different sources for education out there, a lot of sources for training and uh, free isn't always, you know, I always say, you know, be careful of free, right? Um, and, mm -hmm. and, and, there's, there's a lot of great free information. In fact, I mean, I, I myself, I would be a hypocrite if I wasn't saying that I don't myself turn to YouTube and, and uh, look for solutions that I might just not know how to do. I've shared a story before I changed. I'm not a mechanic. Believe me, I'm about as mechanically uninclined if that declined as you can be. But my, my, my oldest son, when we had his, you know, we, we bought his first car and sure enough, you know, it wasn't a very expensive car. Sure enough, after about four weeks, the starter goes out and mm -hmm. he didn't have the money to repair the starter. And I really didn't feel like pumping the money in to take it to a dealer or to a service shop and have it done. So we decided we were going to do it on our own. And I did, I pulled out YouTube. I put the iPad right there on top of the engine and, 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 and away we went and we got it replaced and it was awesome. And we really felt accomplished, but that doesn't necessarily mean that free is always for me. Uh, another real quick example is that, um, uh, uh, you know, 
there are things that I belong to, uh, memberships that I belong to, or or uh, uh, paid education that I pay for that brings more value than just learning the immediate lesson that it might be offered for free. So free isn't always for for me, or maybe it's a great introduction. So I think you're right about doing some research. And so what, when you talk about research, what does that process look like for you? What, what did you do in the past of trying to research what it is that you were looking for as far as education, especially in this industry? Well, I, I think that first you have to find a training program that supports all aspects of training because grooming is not just grooming and it's not just making the pet look pretty. Grooming also encompasses training on customer service because the pets don't bring themselves in. And the biggest important piece of this to me is somebody who also gives you a lot of safety information. What is the best and safest ways to groom and how to get to your end result? So there are many factors um, in looking for the proper program. Um, you know, the first contact with your customers, um, they're, they're going to listen to you and you want to feel educated and you want to feel knowledgeable so that they return. And so it's not just about the actual grooming of the pet. Well, and, and to your point, so let's say the leader out there has done uh, uh, some research, right? They've they figured out uh, maybe they found a program or a video or a consultant or somebody that helps them and, and, and it's a perfect fit, right? So they've done their homework. Mm -hmm. It's a perfect fit for the leader and maybe a perfect fit for the business. But something else a leader has to do is also find out if is it going to be a perfect fit for their team, for their staff, or who it is that mm -hmm. deserves the education. So what are some of the tips that you might give the Hey Joe listener audience out there for leaders who are looking to train their team? And maybe it's maybe their staff that they don't even have yet. And and as we know, good groomers are very uh, high demand right now. And you know you have to ensure that you're giving this education to the right person in the salon. You know, are they, are they passionate or is this just a job for them to get by till the next thing comes along? Um, because you do want to keep, if, you, if you're doing this training, you do want to keep these people and you want somebody who's going to stay around. And we all know that the training you receive can set you up for success or for failure. And so it can affect your business that way as well. So make sure we're training the right people. I mean, we have the right people and the right seat on the right bus. Well, and I, I would like to think of, uh, you know, we often say that investing in people is the best investment you can make. And even if that's in yourself, mm -hmm. but investing in a person, right? And just like any other investment, I would be, mm -hmm. uh, I would look at anywhere that I'm going to invest my time or my money or my, or any other resources and our are the people that you're planning to invest in going to uh, going to be successful? One, you want them to be successful, right? We want the person that's mm -hmm. getting the education. We want our team to be successful. But at the end of the day, too, we also need the business to be successful. So are they going to be, to your point, are they going to be the ones that are the right person? Are they passionate? Are they going to give you the return that you're uh, hoping from your investment. So let's talk about that return. Let's talk about the opportunities that education uh, uh, opens or, or provides both people and 
and, and businesses. And I think the very first thing that uh, you pointed out to me before was that it, it's the mindset of embracing education, being open to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. And again, I just want to talk about passion. And, you know, again, you know, those who are passionate will seek out the continuing education as well. And you can just see it and you can feel it and, and their handling of the pets and how they feel every day when they come in. So, um, you know, that's a good way to find out if this is, is the right the right person for your salon. And, um, you know, you, you always want to, excuse me, you always want to make sure that they're getting all the knowledge they can because, again, it's going to affect the business on how much knowledge they have when they're finished. Can they speak to the customer knowledgeable and sound experienced? And um, so it, it is. And when the customer comes in, they want somebody who is knowledgeable and experienced. And to grow your business, you have to have that. So that means the best training possible. So when you're talking about educating, um, you know, especially a leader, and maybe that leader needs to, to, to make sure that they fully understand all of the education that you're talking about. And guys out there, you know, again, just to remind you who we're talking to, this is Connie Bailey, and we're talking uh, uh, about uh, uh, education and, and, and preparing ourselves for education. And, and what we're talking about is how do leaders uh, research education and how do they, you pick the right uh, people to, to provide the education for. And Connie, you make a great point, And that is our clients deserve the very best that we can bring. And I think sometimes, um, would, would you agree that sometimes, uh, 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 and I'm sure this is in every industry and with every uh, uh, professional or, 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 or even, even maybe athletes, I think our greatest enemy could be complacency where we think we've learned all we need to learn. Yes. Um, and I, and I've seen that through the years and I'll, I'll be honest in, in my early years of grooming, I went through the same thing. I, I could scissor a dog and make it look great, but I had no idea why I was doing it. I had no idea about, you know, um, you know, putting in angulation. I wasn't doing anything like that. I didn't understand the the breed um, that I was grooming and why we were doing what we were doing. And so I myself, as I learned to um, understand education and started going to shows, that was the biggest eye opener for me. And going to these seminars with all these top people educating me it was such an eye-opener and I I I have to tell you uh that we have groomers out there who after um you know grooming five years have the mindset that they can't learn anymore so having someone a leader who is excited about learning will help everybody else in your salon as well it just takes one person to be excited about their skill and uh, doing some continuing education. And, and that keeps groomers excited, you know, about their craft. Well, and to your point, Connie, you know, the, the customers then can, it, that, that excitement sort of uh, feeds into uh, uh, that relationship with the customer because, well, maybe with greater education or, or, or greater skills enhancement, the customer can actually receive for their pet, receive a, a maybe a, a, a trim style uh, that mm-hmm. 
they didn't get before. Maybe they're going to be happier as a result. And, you know, I've often said too, if, 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 a, if a grooming client goes to some other grooming shop, they only have to be happy one time for mm-hmm. us to have lost that customer, maybe for good. So mm-hmm. if, if we're not providing the best that we can provide, and, and I got to tell you, Connie, I think groomers are some of the most impressive people that I know, artists and, and just what, my goodness, what groomers can create with their hands and being able to mm-hmm. see things, these masterpieces uh, uh, with the haircut. You know, these dogs are walking billboards when they walk down the, the sidewalk connected to, uh, you know, to the, to the pet client, uh, you know, pet owner client. Um, are, are you proud of what that pet looks like? Do you really take pride in what that pet looks like? And if, and if the question is, eh, yeah, short haircuts, a short haircut, you, you, you might be missing out on a huge opportunity with the client again, to get the client excited about what it Mm -hmm. is you can do for them. Yes, I agree. You know, our customers, they want, they want a warm, friendly, knowledgeable groomer, and they want their babies to be happy when they come home. And if you got the correct training and education, you can give them what they want. And that is a great groom, a safe groom, and they will be returning. And as long as their babies are happy when they, when they leave. So again, it is about the groom, but it's also about, you know, how you're having those conversations and, and just stepping up and, and telling them about your safe practices and, and really getting in there during check-in and during check-out. I think that's important as well, is you've got to have your hands on the pet, showing the pet parent what you know. And you can only do that through, through a really good um, education in the industry. And you know, Connie, you bring up a great point. I'm going to share another life story with you. Um, first off, I'll ask the listener audience, just, just take a moment and try to remember the last time you didn't know how to do something. And mm-hmm. you either wanted to attempt it on your own, or you wanted to know why it works so well when the expert that you were having to perform that service for you actually did it. Why does it work so well? Why is it that you feel so happy with it when it when it when it's done correctly? And I'll, a real quick uh, 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 life story for you is I have, uh, I've got quite a few trees on, on, uh, you know, in our, in our property. And what I noticed was that some of my ornamental trees were having some issues and I didn't quite know what that was, uh, was from. And so I, I started doing some research. I started to kind of do the, you know, get the education myself, trying to see if it was something that I could remedy myself. And I quickly discovered that I needed a professional. Right. Mm -hmm. And I started calling around and uh, a couple of the professionals, one, some of them never returned my call. Right. Strike number one. Some of them uh, 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 would try to explain it to me over the telephone. Okay, that's, I guess, better than not getting your call returned. Right. Um, And then some some said, I'll tell you what, I'd like to come out and see with my own eyes what it is that you're seeing. Can I come out and meet with you? And at first I thought, Oh, then it's going to be this high pressure sales job. I'm going to have to kick them off of my property or whatever. <laughs> and I thought, okay, fine. Right. So I probably, you know, I probably touched base with a number of them. And so I, I, yeah, they came out and what was interesting, the one that I decided to treat my trees, this was last year that I had a problem. They, you know what they told me, Connie, they said, 
we could do something right now, but it's not going to help you this season. We need to get out ahead of this next season. But let me describe for you what it is you're seeing and why it's happening. And then I'll tell you what it is we're going to be able to do to treat it. So mm-hmm. what, what professional in that particular industry do you think I went with? I went with the yeah, one that, that taught me. He didn't have to do that, right? Mm-hmm. He's the expert. I know he's the expert. But how cool was it that he taught me in my terms, right? <laughs> Sometimes we get kind of hung mm-hmm. up trying to speak groomer to a customer and 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 we yeah. wonder why they don't understand us, right? So mm-hmm. that's part of educating, right? Learning how to speak customer uh, and translate uh, from, from groomer to customer, right? But that comes with education. And this guy, you could tell, one, you could tell he was passionate about his craft. Two, mm-hmm. I have complete confidence. And at the time of this airing, this is going to be spring of 2020, I have complete confidence that my trees are going to look much better than they did last year. And you know what he even told me? Don't expect a miracle. Mm-hmm. They're going to look better, but they're going to look much better than next the, the two years from now. And this is when I was meeting with him last fall. So he helped define expectations. Does that sound a little familiar to all of you dog groomers out there when you're trying to speak customer and saying, don't expect a miracle, but here's why you shouldn't you don't start off with that that's a bad lead in <laughs> a bad way to kick yeah, off the exactly. conversation but but if mm-hmm. you explain to the pet owner the pet parent why it is that it is what they're experiencing and what your expertise is going to do to help solve that and what they can expect from that oh my gosh you, you've got to have them locked in at that point wouldn't you think connie mm-hmm. oh yeah absolutely you know when when again when you have the correct training um, you know, you're going to have more confident, educated groomer, you know, who's excited to build their book, book of business. And that means, uh, you know, talking about your six to eight week grooming visits and why that's important. And, and, you know, why do you need to come back instead of just twice a year? Why do you need to come back every six to eight weeks? And, and, you know, talk about their specific breed. I mean, you have to be knowledgeable of, and you can't just talk in general. You have to know about the breed of pet that they have and talk knowledgeable about the, each different breed too. And, you know, when you, when you do have that knowledge, you absolutely can, can build a bigger book of business and, um, you know, it, it, and you're guaranteed then through the slow times that they're going to come back because you've educated them. And I think that's huge too. You have to educate your pet parents. Well, and Connie, to that point, do you think I'm telling my neighbors about who it is that I chose mm-hmm. to solve my mm-hmm. tree issue? If, if I have that issue, is it, is it likely that some of my, the people I share my community with might have the same issue? Mm-hmm. Well, it's the same thing goes for the, for the pets that are out there. If, if I educate, if I invest my time as a grooming shop owner or leader to educate one pet parent, do you think that there's a good chance that he or she is going to tell or really do the educating for me and tell their neighbors, their friends, their family, whoever they share their community with? I bet they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, word of mouth is any business's best uh, form of marketing, word of mouth. And mm-hmm. when you've got educated, um, you know, salon associates, that's, that's going to be good business. Well, and I'll tell you, and that's one of the things that just troubles me when I, when I see and I hear 
um, not so professional uh, uh, comments and uh, uh, thoughts being shared from our pet professional colleagues out there about clients. Um, listen, if it's the wrong fit for that client, invite them to go to somebody, to somebody else, help them find somebody that might be a better fit. But I just have a hard time when I see, you know, because I think what happens is we're not educated enough to know how to solve that. We're not educated mm -hmm. and humble enough to say, maybe we're just not the right fit for Betty pet mm -hmm. parent, but because I'm educated, because I'm mature in my business, because I'm a leader, I'm going to say, you know, I know, I know somebody down the road that might actually be able to do exactly what you need done. And, and it might be Connie, here's a bet. And I'm using a negative example to make or a negative scenario to make an example, but let's say a positive one. Let's say that there's a, a skill level that that pet parent is, is, is seeking. And you know, just, you just can't do that yet. Your skill level is just not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. So maybe you refer them to somebody whose skill level is there. And then when you get to the point where your skill level is that, maybe then you reach back out to them and say, hey, I'd love to have you back. I'm, I'm at that level now because of, of, of education. You know, as a customer, I love hearing things like that. And, and that's a great point. And the other thing is, it's great to share with your customers that you are still learning and that you are going to continue to learn. Just as a hairdresser, I, I am so excited when my hairdresser um, tells me that she just got back from a great show and she's learned so much. That's exciting to me. So I want to know what they're learning as well. Mm -hmm. So let's so talk I think about it's good that. For the pet parent. So mm -hmm. let's talk about continuing education then. Would you agree that, and, and, and you said earlier, sometimes, you know, you've got groomers out there that feel like they've learned everything that they need to learn. And sometimes we get, um, we get a little, uh, uh, I guess, um, uh, we, we, we sort of think that we don't need to learn anymore because we already have a full book, because we're already grooming mm -hmm. six, seven, eight, ten 10 dogs a day, that we don't need to learn anymore. But then when it comes mm -hmm. at a time of raising prices or changing schedules or doing something different, those conversations are even that much more difficult. Uh, because you've kind of painted yourself into a corner. So let's talk about continuing education and why groomers should be excited to continue their education. Yeah, um, you know, they become very complacent. I, I believe you might have said that earlier, but groomers do become complacent and they're just doing their shave downs and they're, they don't discuss the um, you know, what is something different we could do today? You know, let's try this today. This would look really cute. And, you know, if they just continue to do their shave downs or the same haircut time after time after time, then there's nothing to be excited about. And once you learn through continuing education that there's so much more to do and there's so much more excitement in, in what you're doing day in and day out, and again, continuing education's got to um, to keep to keep groomers excited, and leaders in the salon have to be doing that. Yeah, I I agree, and 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 the customers, uh, you know, not only do they want that warm and friendly, knowledgeable groomer, but sometimes customers love to hear options. Sometimes they want to get a little mm -hmm. creative. Sometimes, mm -hmm. sometimes 
we, how great is it that, that, and, 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 and I know this with my little dog, I've often talked about him. His name is Vinny. He's a 12 pound Shih Tzu. And, and, uh, you know, his groomer has, has oftentimes said to me, Hey, would you like him to be a little bit longer during the winter? Would you like them to be a little bit shorter during the summer? Mm-hmm. She's, she's applying her expertise to give me options. She's not mm-hmm. making those decisions for me, whether it is through lack of expertise or just lack of caring. She wants to give mm-hmm. me options. And sometimes she'll say, you know, listen, I know that his, his ears were a little extra tangled. Uh, uh, now I swear I brush him every day, just like every other pet parent, does. <laughs> but, but you know, his ears were a little tangled. You want me to take those a little bit shorter so they're not in his food and water bowl as often. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what, that's probably a really great idea. But mm-hmm. if she, if she didn't feel comfortable doing that, then I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't have that, that recommendation. And for all of you business builders out there, obviously it is much better business to have pets coming in every four weeks for a haircut in a longer mm-hmm. trim than it is every three months for a shave down. So it's, it's much better for business. Yes. Yes, it, it, it is. And um, again, I just, I, I just can't say strongly enough that, you know, it's, it's all about how much the, the pet parent believes in the groomer. How much do they trust their groomer? And they do, they do trust them and they do believe in them. And the more knowledge you can experience, you can talk about, you know, the more often they're going to come in at your recommendations. Well, and and one other point is we talk about building business because a lot of the folks that we're talking to out there right now either are solo acts. uh, We have mobile groomers Mm -hmm. in our audience. We have, uh, shop owners and shop managers and and even some larger chain uh, managers of, of salons. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but when we're talking about business in general, you heard me talk about earlier, if you, uh, even if you accidentally invite a customer to go and uh, do business with somebody else, they only have to be happy one time there and mm-hmm. you might have lost them for good. So part of continuing education is not just how to to enhance your grooming skills it might also be how to enhance your customer experience skills your mm-hmm. business skills your marketing skills um, it is amazing uh, uh, the, the the groomers that I've worked with the grooming shop owners and 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 managers that I've worked with that we can find ways so that an extra dog can be accommodated that day or three extra dogs can be accommodated that accommodated that day by feeling like we're not doing much extra work at all. And if, if you find yourself right now in a position out there in business that you have a wait list, while that might make you feel good that you've got penned up demand, I can guarantee you that a certain number of those folks aren't going to wait for you. They might be on your wait list, but you might not mm-hmm. be on their wait list. So they, they yeah. may not be waiting for you. So how do you grow your team and how do you grow? You do that through education and at the Paragon, uh, at Paragon School of Pet Grooming or LearnToGroomDogs.com, we can help you navigate through those waters. Connie, you've been a direct uh, benefactor mm-hmm. uh, by the yes. programs offered at Paragon and, and growing a team to accommodate penned up business. Yeah. And, you know, I've been a teacher myself in the past um, and I've actually taught grooming and I can tell you that if you are learning the right way from the right people with the right content, that you will not only be a good 
a good groomer uh, with scissor skills, but you will learn how to be how to manage your business quicker throughout the day. How to how to and it's not shortcuts. It is shortcuts, but it's not shortcuts because you're still getting a good groom. But there are a lot of tips and tricks out there that I can tell you I've seen people doing um, that they could be doing differently and making their day uh, not quite so long. And they could do more dogs throughout the day. So for all of you, Hey Joe listener audience uh, members out there, um, you know, we, we talked, we covered quite a bit of ground with Connie Bailey, who is a, a, a pet industry professional, a pet industry educator, uh, and has just a, a, just a, a ton of experience out there helping to develop uh, uh, grooming professionals. And so just a quick summary, what we covered today, we talked about how do you prepare as a leader? How do you prepare as a business for education? Uh, where do you seek out the best education? And what are some of the best practices there? Uh, and, and some of the opportunities that education uh, can provide, not only for the leadership, but for the staff uh, that work in the salon, but also the business itself. And then why continuing education is so important. So um, I encourage you to, to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Uh, and certainly go back to the paragonpetschool.com website and you can listen to all of our back episodes as well and with other industry professionals uh, just like Connie. And if you're, if you're driving in your car and you want to share this with your uh, colleagues, feel free to, to tune in on Spotify or, or, or Google Play or Apple Podcasts uh, and, and share this with uh, the, the team that you work with. Connie, thank you so much for hopping on this podcast with us today. I am certain that uh, your uh, information is going to benefit plenty of, of our grooming professional colleagues out there. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate you having me on. It was, it was fun.